this felt very different from me being a fan watching a game versus for me actually mm. capturing moments from the game. So it's like you ever realize you ever watch a movie and it's like the character is you can hear the thoughts inside their head. It's like a you hear a heartbeat and the echo. Mm. That's literally how I felt in that moment when I was like I'm seeing all this action, bodies flying, people dunking, shooting threes, and all the action in front of me, and I was just like. I love this. This is what I want to do. <laughs> so from that moment on, I decided like, yeah, I want to be a, I want to be a creative. Hello, kings and queens. It's your boy Jamar Denzel. How you guys doing today? On the Let's Get Real podcast, this episode we have my good friend Trey Sean, and he owns his own media production company here in the Washington DMV area. Um, he, he's a new friend, so we're going to get to know each other today on today's podcast, and we're going to figure out who he is and what his life is all about. So, yeah, hey man, how, how you what's doing? What's good, today? bro? How you what's feeling, good? man? I know. I'm trying to get, the, bit, trying you know, to get the mic going, bro. So, so, but how, how you feeling today, man? Man, I'm I'm good, man. I can't complain. I woke up this morning. I get to do, we get to do what we love every day, bro. Every day. What time you wake up? I'm going to be honest with you. It fluctuates. It depends on how late I work. How late? How this morning? What time did you wake up? So this morning, well, I had the funny story. Um, I just got my dog from the vet the other day. He got some medication. I gotta give him, so I had to get up around seven. Okay, just, just um, I was up late last night putting together an edit, and I crashed when I got upstairs to lay down to take a break. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, did that break? And yeah, that break. Well, I hit the like bit. three hours later. <laughs> nah, try six. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I was gone, bro, but I felt well rested afterwards. You know, okay. had to make sure he was taken care of, and then off to you know photo shoot and then a meeting, um, with a client and stuff like that, and then back home, and now I'm here. Now you here? All right, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get straight into it, sure. and I'm gonna pull up one of my icebreakers real quick. All right, so so you're a filmmaker, yes, sir. So let's just get to the nitty gritty. What's one movie you think everybody should have seen? Bro, I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> You're not a movie buff? I am a movie. I'm not a movie buff, but I watch movies. Okay. Okay. Um, I know this giant is recent. Um, not the third one, but Creed 2, bro. Creed 2? Yes. Reason being is like, I literally love the cinematics behind that, bro. Like the way they shot it. People usually say the, the sequels always usually one it's, of the best. It's ones. amazing, bro. Like, it, it's like the way the giant, the way the movie was shot, the way the story was told. I'm just like, damn, bro. What camera are they using? Like, have you seen Creed 3 yet? I, I'm actually going to see it tomorrow night. Okay, all right. So we're we going to have to get you on Instagram talking about for sure, or your review between the yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, for sure, bro. Sure. Like, so what about the, the cinematography of it? Did you love so much? Like. Of Creed 2. Um, well, like, I really love the fact of, well, number one, the camera quality, um, storytelling, and just, like, the shot selection they chose, bro. It was like. I noticed in a movie with, with the fighting scenes, of course, they didn't do it in, you know, fast motion at once. It was mm -hmm. like they had to, you know, go through it in a slow motion and then speed it up. So that was very creative to me. And I know that took a lot of time and hard work. So shout out to the directors for that. Yeah, I I was watching an interview the other day. And I guess I guess Michael B, he has, mm -hmm. uh, he might be the, one of the directors or producers on it. And they was doing an interview and they were saying that, he was inspired for like the shot selection, like the slow, like that scenes you're talking yep. about from anime. Wow! Like and I and when he said it, I yeah, was like, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Anime, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, was like, it was like especially when, when they hit and like all that forcefulness that you see, 
and all the slow, like you know, yeah. like just think about Dragon Ball Z, and they was like, oh, it's like just imagine that being Dragon Ball Z characters, like Creed, literally, like the movements literally. and everything. So yep. like when he said, it, I was like, yo, that really that makes sense. Sense. That makes as soon sense. as he said it. And I didn't know Michael B. Jordan was an anime fan. Um, so that, that, was, that was cool to see. It's funny you say that because the most, the, it's crazy. A lot of inspirations come from what some people may think the weirdest things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like I like weird stuff. I, I'm one yeah. of those dudes. I like to experiment. I do I do all types of things. I be like, I, you know, I, you I, know they say the weirdest people they do the, the greatest things, bro. Yeah, that's like that. Gotta go outside the box with it. You know, exactly. You gotta yep. live outside the box. Absolutely. So speaking of living, <coughs> let's talk about you right now. So you describe your company. Describe so, what do you do? So, um, well, first of all, um, but who are you? My name is Trey Trey Sean Sharp. My company name is Sharp Eye Productions. Um, I am a company that provides different businesses with social media content so that they can promote, use the content to promote their businesses. Right now, I currently have a couple clients that I work with on a monthly basis where I provide them social media content. Um, it's not just about me providing them content, but how can I help them? Mm-hmm. Um, how can I help? How can how can the content that I produce help them bring revenue back to their business? So I'm currently um, working with a few people right now as we speak. Um, and it's really just teaching me that, um, you know, my work ethic has to continuously increase and that I have to build a team. Um, that was one of my biggest, my biggest struggles is, um, realizing like, okay, Trey, at some point you have to outsource, you have to build cause you can't do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. McDonald's, the McDonald's CEO is not at every cash register in every McDonald's in the world. So I can't be behind every camera at every gig with every client all the time. I have to duplicate people that can operate like me it's it's crazy that you i had that same conversation this morning about outsourcing wow. because i'm Conf- going through the same thing confirmation bro yeah you know i <laughs> i you ever watch a tv show like like an old school drama i always say this this is how life really is you yeah. ever watch an old like like Grey's anatomy or just just any show mm-hmm. and they be like they'd be at work and the thing that they're doing at work is reflecting what's going on in their real life yep and so that, that I just had that moment. Oh, wow. As soon as you said, I was, That's crazy. I was like, Damn. <laughs> hey, look, bro, you want to know something crazy? Like, it's happened. It's something, it was something that happened to me the other day. Um, I was, uh, I had the opportunity to shoot, uh, to shoot behind the scenes. Shout out to JC Ruffin. Um, uh, to shoot behind the scenes for this event called the Golden Night of Greatness. Also, shout out to Brandon Macklin and his wife and everybody that came together uh, to make that event happen. Um, I was able to shoot behind the scenes of there in that in that particular place and I had a conversation with a guy named Sumo and he was telling me, like, yo, bro, you gotta realize something. You get to do this every day. You don't got to do it, but we get to do this. This is this is something that most people a lot well, I can't say most people. The world's full of billions of people, of course, but it's something that a lot of people that there's a lot that a lot of people don't get to do what they love every day, you know, because of certain circumstances. But it's like, you know, we're one of the ones that get to do this. You know what I'm saying? So I don't take it lightly. And it's crazy. I heard that same saying the day before. And I'm hearing it again. And it's a reason why I feel like we got to have gratitude when we wake up and we're just able to do what we love to do. Bro. Yeah, got to be humble. Yep. So how did you let's, – let's, let's go backwards then. So – how did you get into business? How what made you pick up a camera and say, "I'm gonna start shooting"? I got the whole story for you, right here. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Let's take a stroll down memory lane. Okay. So I actually, um, when I was in school at Allegheny College in Maryland, 
um, in the multimedia program. Um, first, first, I'm gonna cut you off. Are you are you from DC, Maryland? I'm from Maryland. You from Maryland? Yep. Okay, all right. I'm from Maryland, based out of Maryland. Yep. Based out of Maryland. Okay. Huh. What you say? You said what's up, Maryland? You said what part of Maryland? Uh, Landover. Landover, Maryland. Okay, all right, but because that's right. you know. Yeah, Landover. They call it Highestville, and I'm like, bro, I'm around the corner from FedExville. Okay, so right, right. I just wanted to make some. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so I went to Allegheny College in Maryland. Um, in 20, 2014, I started there. In twenty fifteen, my second year. Um, my professor told me, hey, y'all gonna need 90, 90 practicum hours, which means we have to, we have to use the camera, go in the field, shoot video and photo, experiment and get better. Um, along with the class projects that we had show on this uh, November November day, um, it was actually a basketball game happening that night. And one of my buddies was like, yo, Trey, you trying to shoot this game? I was like, sure, why not? I've never touched the camera before, but hell, I need practicum hours, so let's do it, whatever. So we rented out the cameras um, in our school. Our school was gracious enough to, you know, lend us their equipment, trusting that we would bring it back. What, which, what was your major? Uh, multimedia mass was, communications, it was, mass but communication, it was, it was okay. multimedia technology the way they named it okay. there. What what cameras did you guys run out? So it was like a, I know it was like a, it was a high quality Sony camcorder. I don't remember the, the entire model of it. Okay, but it was, it was like old a, school. Nah, it wasn't old school. It was probably it, like an FX. I, I guess a square, a square though, right? <laughs> no, it was actually, it was actually it looked fairly up to date. Really, it was like it looked fairly new. It wasn't old. I can tell you that much. Okay. But um, but yeah, like we rented out, we was able to sign those those cameras out, and we went to shoot the basketball game. And that particular game, bro, like I was standing in a particular corner of the court, and I was just like, this felt very different from me being a fan watching the game versus for me actually mm-hmm. capturing moments from the game. So it's like, you ever realize you ever watch a movie? And it's like the character is, you can hear the thoughts inside their head. It's like a, you hear a heartbeat and the echo. Mm-hmm. That's literally how I felt in that moment when I was like, I'm seeing all this action, bodies flying, people dunking, shooting threes and all the action in front of me. And I was just like, I love this. This is what I want to do. <laughs> so from that moment on, I decided like, yeah, I want to be, a, I want to be a creative. So from that night forward, man, I started to, um, you know, get myself involved around campus, shooting different events and just, you know, developing my mind ar- around the craft and my eye. And um, I began to get clients. My first shoot was like somebody paid me, what, 15 bucks? That's how much I started. And it's still I just, in college. Well, I was still in college, yeah. yeah. I made like 15 bucks off of a photo shoot. Then I started charging $30 for music videos. I know that was crazy low, but I, bro, I'm, I have no experience I gotta that's eat. Like, <laughs> I gotta eat, bro. That's like slavery. Yeah, I, had, I mean, but I went dollars for a music video. I, bro, that's like, you know, music video take eight hours to yeah. at the minimum to commit. So well, what like, I what I was shooting, it ain't take that long because it was just some. Nah, go, yeah, you know, how, long, how long took you to edit it? Um, it's well, that particular one. It took me a night. Exactly. That's why I said eight hours. Oh, eight hours. Yeah, yeah. people I was, forget. I always told yeah, no, yeah, yeah. edit all together. You yeah. had to talk to that dude, plan the music video out. Y'all was talking about yeah, we gonna show up to this day. Even if it took an hour, that's an hour, bro. That's and an hour, how long man. was y'all shooting for? Like maybe I'll say four hours at the max. Exactly. Four hours and then you said a whole day, bro. That's sixteen hours for thirty bucks. That's, look, I wasn't like, but I, I, I wasn't thinking about I wasn't exactly. concerned that's, about the bread. I was mm-hmm. trying to get better. 
I just wanted something to eat, <laughs> you know, so I could put money in my pocket and put food in the fridge in my college dorm. You know what I'm saying? So that's literally, literally what I was trying to do, you know, around that time. You but, had it in you. Yeah. yeah, I had it in me, bro. I was more, I was more concerned about building my portfolio, and then I knew eventually the money would follow, as I grew and you know, affected my. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I per, I progressed in those areas that I needed to. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so from there, one particular day on a shoot, um, this is how I found my name, Sharp Eye. So one of my clients um, who I was shooting with a music video for, they was like, yo, Sharp Eye, that's a tough shot. I said, wait a minute. Say that one more time? I said, yeah, Sharp Eye. I said, wait a minute. That's my last name. It has an E. I need to have an I and I have to produce content. So Sharp Eye Production seems like a great fit for me. I'm, ki I'm keeping this. So that's how I got my name And fast forward today um, You know Well not fast forward From there uh, Transferred Well not transfer Transferred to Bowie State okay. um, Life hit me You know what I'm saying I dropped out of college And I just started working um, At Home Depot Home Depot fired me You know what I mean I got sick or whatever well, All the photographers I know All work at Home Depot I'm For working. real? I swear <laughs> Like you like the third, the third one. That's crazy. Like the second guy on the podcast, he he used to work at home. At home wow, hey, uh, hey. that's the that's the creators hub right there. I, mean, I, I used to work at CVS. Hey man, I was a photo technician. I was the dude that took passport photos, and I, I told people all the time. I was like, I ain't had no like idea of being a photographer when I was doing it. I was just working at CVS. Wow, and they had me being. I was a photo tech and a stock boy, but and it's crazy that I'm a photographer now. Though, but that's where I started off at. Oh no, nah, that's solid, bro. That's solid, man. Yeah, for it's, sure, it's crazy. So let's talk about your business a little bit. So I, this is kind of becoming like a creative podcast a little bit because. I'm using my close circle of friends for to sure. start it off. Absolutely. So let's just talk about the the, the industry itself. How how do you find clients? Because I know that's a big topic wow. Wow, wow, that's, wow. that's going on right now. Like how how can I find clients to work with? So how can you find clients to work with, bro? Look, I'm glad you asked me that question. Now I am no guru when it comes to marketing. I'm working on that still now myself, just to mm -hmm. put that out there. But when it comes to finding clients, the first thing you gotta identify is who is your ideal client? Who do you want to market to? Mm -hmm. Who do you want to work with? Because I don't want to work with somebody who has negative energy or who's disrespectful. I don't care how much money you're paying me. If, you go, if you're not going to treat me the right way, I don't want to work with you. You know what I'm saying? So that's number one. Number two is having like a marketing strategy. Um, three is leverage social media. Um, also, just using, you know, the people around you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... Like think about let's, all. The, let's talk about the the marketing strategy a little bit. Okay. Go into that. What's what's an example of that? So like I would say like a marketing strategy. Like okay, cool. You may have an idea of you may wanna you want you want you may want to book. You, if you're a photographer, you may want to book clients for a you know mini photo session or something like that. Mm -hmm. So if you know that's the goal, okay, what work has to go behind it? What promos do you have to create? What flyers do you have to create? Right. So you may need to you may need to one, you know, have a, you know, a model that, you know, dress in business attire and shoot in a business like location and then post that to your social media. to, and then, you know, make it. I love how you just said that. Yeah. I love how you just said get a model, but. You went somewhere I didn't think you would go when Where? you said the word model. Where? You said put it on a business suit. 
Yeah, put in a business type of attire. Because then, then you just describe the type of client that you're looking for. Exactly. Because a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to go get this pretty girl, have her dress whenever she want, or I need to upload these sexy pictures. Nah. Because this is what I get asked all the time is mm. how you find corporate clients. And you just gave the number of examples. Right. Show corporate clients corporate work. Exactly. And and that's how you got to do it. So the yep. business shoes. I mean, I mean, but oh, that, nah, was, nah, that was, bro. That hey, was look, perfect. Bro, this is a podcast, man. Feel yeah, free. Nah, this yeah, a, this is a just, conversation between us Yeah, two. I just, I know I can lose my train of thought. It's all good. This, it happens, bro. Yeah. It's not, this is not scripted at all. No, it's not. Yeah, but I think that's just that's just perfect yep. to talk about because that's one of the questions I get all asked all the time yep. when it comes to finding clients. I was like, well, if they keep if they just see you post a bunch of party hope parties at the club, bro. Like actually, the, per, the perfect example I got is I don't oh. want, I'm not putting. I was trying to reach out to somebody in LA to shoot one of my clients because I couldn't be out in LA, mm-hmm. so I was trying to get a plug. So I asked a bunch of people to plug me in with some photographers out of LA. I finally got one. But when when I got his um his Instagram, it was just straight like it was a straight hood music videos and just and party events. And this is like a, a corporate client. They was going to go like they was going to like a real corporate place that they was gonna go to. Uh-uh. And I was like, I just talked to my client. I was like, I got one guy, but I'm not even gonna send you the information because I know you're not gonna mess with it. Cause you know, cause cause I, I cause they want a certain type of caliber. <laughs> Like how you said earlier, people got gotta like you. People gotta like yep. you when they want to work with you. Yep. They gotta feel comfortable being around you. Yep. Cause they're gonna be with you for at least two to four, eight hours within that day. Oh, absolutely. Stuff. So if they feel like they y'all not from the same type of vibe or college, exactly. they're not gonna work Birds with you. With a and so that's together. one of the best things. You gotta show people that you got that work. And so and you gotta do it for free sometimes when you start and all. Oh, absolutely. I um, did. So what's, what's your story? So like before I get into the story part, the part about when you said like you seen a guy's Instagram, you seen it was like a bunch of hood videos, trap yeah. videos. I got a little backstory for that right there. Believe it or not, I used to shoot a lot of those, mm-hmm. and I realized this is not what I condone. This is not my brand. I was just doing it, bro, to make bread so I could take care of myself. It's an easy, easy avenue. For you know what I'm saying? An easy avenue. But what I realized, I'm like, uh, what if something happens on set one day? You know what I'm saying? What if the ops pull up and they want to off the people that I'm shooting, that I'm that I'm filming? You know what I'm saying? I'm putting myself at risk, and I'm guilt that that make me guilty by association. Now, not to knock, you know, people make that kind of music, but I had to make a decision for myself, man. I had to get out of it, and it was a it was a hard decision I had to make. But bro, God's definitely blessed me to work with you know people that have the same morals and values as me. You know what I mean? Um, but to continue on with my story um, that I was telling earlier, um, once I left Bowie State, um, I started working at Home Depot for about a year. And then after that, got sick, um, ran out of sick time. They fired me, went to, went to Target, right? So how, tar- how much sick time you take off? It, uh, I what time? You were sick? I was like, you so sick, it, was like, but I, it was like around like when it got hot. Mind you, I'm working around a lot of gardening and stuff like you that. You dehydrated. Not dehydrated, but I had something called bronchitis. Okay, okay. So I had a lot of frame in my throat, and it was very, very hard for me to breathe, especially being in that environment with all that dust. Mm-hmm, I get it. Okay. So I was like, I had to be on antibiotics, and I had to be off work for like a week or two. I didn't have enough time to cover it. I had to keep calling out. I'm like, yeah. Um, when I came into work one day, bro, when I came back, um, I remember I seen a manager outside just, you know, walking around. I'm like, why is she walking near me? Or whatever. Then I get a I get called into her office. 
And she was like, unfortunately, we got to let you go. I'm like, okay, well. It is what it is, bro. But now you got your own. It is what it is. And after that, went to Target for about like a month or so. Then they cut my hours. Then I applied for a warehouse, got hired there in January of 2021. No, 2020. Um, And I said to myself, I said, this will be the last job I ever work. Is I do not I don't like giving my time to stuff I actually that I that I hate the most. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was grateful to have gotten this particular job with the scheduling because it was part time. I was able to work in the morning and do my business in the evening. So I was pretty much grinding all day long. And then I had my weekends to, you know, do my thing. You know what I'm saying? To go take more projects and build. Um and and, and fast forward to a year later. Um, I got a DM from a guy's name is Chris Hart. Shout out to Chris, man. Um, for you know, giving me an opportunity to travel to Kentucky to film uh, an event, um, for his uh, for his financial firm and stuff like that. You remember Simi, right? That came here mm-hmm. the other day. He's actually a part of his organization. Okay. So, um, but I went to Kentucky to film this event before I left. I quit my job. I jumped out on faith. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I know something big is going to happen after this. Did you have a savings? Um, I'm going to be honest, bro. I didn't. <laughs> I was broke as hell. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. I ain't going to cap my hat. I ain't really have so a savings. So you legit jumped off I the bridge? Just, I just jumped off the freaking bridge, bro. I knew I had money coming in from shoots and stuff, but I ain't really have a savings. So, so at the time, you was consistently, were you consistently making enough every month to pay your bills? Oh yeah, I was definitely just, just with the video. Just, stuff. I mean, just with the video stuff, I was making. I, I would say I was making consistently enough um, to pay my bills. Cause I didn't have that. Much. I didn't have a over the much as much overhead as I have now. You know what I'm saying? But um, I was in a different place. You know, less expenses. Of course, now I have more expenses and stuff. Business expenses, personal expenses, you know, et cetera. Um, but to answer your question, I was able to. I was able to do that. Okay. Yep. All right. And you still in business? So. 2021 was the start. It was the it was the year that I decided so to jump to jump off on faith, bro. So two years, I'm by the grace of God, I've been able to you know be full time with my company. So what's your um what's your goals for the company? Like what's like what's, so, what's like like three just like top three goals for the company for the future? Um, I would say I would say let me say three goals. I can give you one of them off the top of my head. Um, one of them is to build. A video build my company up to the point where I have multiple shooters and editors that can service a multi- multiple people at once without me having to be there. Okay, that's one of my goals. Um, second, I wanna I wanna start something um, called Sharp Eye Academy, which is like a a nonprofit to you know help young younger filmmakers that were young like myself. That are in that are in you know high school from ninth to twelfth grade, teach them you know uh, film filmmaking concepts, teach them about the industry and stuff like that, and then gift them with a free camera, and then once they lead a program to go create whatever they want. So that's my way of giving back to you know the community. A third one, I don't have a third one right now. If I can be honest with you, okay, I'm sure that'll that'll probably come over time. But all right, um, so let's. Let's get to another icebreaker question. Okay. If you were what financially wealthy and stable, and I mean like you know you got coin, <laughs> you got coin, that bread, that money, you money. didn't have to work. 
like how you just say mm, you want to be able did, to, if I didn't have to you want to be able to have your business run itself so that this you, your business is running itself you got passive income yep. income coming through every month you could you could just chill what what would you do with your time what would I do with my time well if I had bread if I ain't had to work I guess like I just <laughs> well of course enjoy my time you know around that time you know if I was in that predicament enjoy time with my, my wife kids and you know find other ways to multiply my bread and help people you know create things that can help the community versus just you know sitting on a you know good nest egg and stuff like that so when you get you get more I, heavy in the community yeah obviously. I definitely would want to I definitely want to find so ways so you'll probably put your your transform all your focus to your your shop academy, basically. Because you because you want how to get I would, paid. Like, you, I wouldn't you, I wouldn't have to be physically there to to operate my company. You know, it's people doing it for me. Yeah, now I'm talking about the academy. You said you wanted. Oh to yeah, the yeah, academy. The academy. So, yeah, so that yeah. means you can you can so go I can full put time my, with I could, it. I could put my energy there. So that's so that's what you would do. That's yep. why I'm here. That's why I'm. I feel yeah, like that's, yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel, yeah. I feel like you you would just take a lot of vacation days, and. <laughs> And just focus on giving back to uh, a bunch of programs, like different programs. Yeah, like that, you know, funding, nonprofit. scholarships, and stuff like so that. So that'd be like your, your next stage in life. Yep. Because I mean, like, we all here to serve one another. You know what I'm saying? In some form or some capacity, we we do it every day. Like the other day, you serving me. You know what I'm saying? Here with great customer service, you provided a space. You had a solution to my problem. Yeah. I didn't have a space to shoot the interview. This is the solution, bro. Yeah, it was. This this was a fluke uh, and and, a, and a, in itself, just the creation of this. It was some random we just did. Wow. And I'm 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 ecstatic that everybody's enjoying the vibe, you know, because I picked all the furniture myself. Ah. You know, I set everything up. I was like, yep. I put a head. You know, I did my interior design. You had a vision, this, bro. In this space, and um, it's coming together. You had um, a vision, and you executed it. So my next question for you is: What's up? Doing doing this business, this entrepreneurship life. Yep. In America, as a black man, mm. how's your stress levels these days? My stress levels? Yeah. Like, how you feeling mentally? Well, I'm so glad you asked that question. Um, I can say right now, I feel, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good mentally at this very moment. Um, I try not to. I try not to stress out, you know, too much. I look at life like this. Life is always going to throw knuckle and curveballs. It's just a matter of how, what is my perspective and how I handle those problems. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, just recently, like, I had to kick out 600 bucks to make sure my dog was straight and taken care of, you know, the veterinary that I mean, I kind of was upset a little bit, but I'm like, you know, he's like a, I'm like, okay, this is my, this is a physical human, like my child. Would I be upset? My main concern is to make sure, yo, most people would probably get upset about it. But for me, I had to check myself. I'm like, yo, I got to make sure he's taken care of. I mean, I had it, so I wasn't tripping. You know what I mean? I mean, that's that, that probably would stress most people out. That's just a little example, though. But I, I don't I really, I don't try to stress too much because it's, it's only going to make me feel worse, you know. Um, before, eh, yeah, I would let things bother me. You let things very easily. Um, let's 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 go through that. So, so like, we've been talking about you and stuff like that. But like, I want this to be 
this is the Let's Get Real podcast. Okay, let's get real. And, and my whole platform is is on, on on mental health. Absolutely. So I always always like that add that component into yep. into the podcast, especially if the person I'm talking to has been has gone through and they have they own oh, talk yes. their own story. And I know we talked about it a little bit the other day. Yep, you, yep. you brought up your own story. Yep. So. You said you sound like you said you're a stress free guy right now, but I know you haven't always been like that. So what got you to the? What was the point when you had to learn that? When you say what was the point I had to learn that, like so, it's like, like what? What was your like rock bottom? Like because mm. I remember you, you told me yeah, that yeah, yeah, you told me the other day that you. you went through really deep mental health health yeah. issues. Like the same thing. Like I told you, like my biggest thing was my brother committed suicide mm-hmm. um, when yeah. I was like 21. He was 13. Got you. Um, he he committed suicide. So like that's my whole that was that's like my whole passion. Mm. Like I, I used to be four hundred pounds, and at that moment that woke me up. Wow. And, and I tell people like, it's you you manifest things in your life when you fall in love with things. Yeah. Like you manifested your life when you when you shot that basketball game. Yep. Absolutely. That moment you shot that you you said you, the world slowed down, but yep. you fell in love. When my brother died, that's the moment. That was one of the first moments I realized I loved uh, like a person. Wow. Um, and and because that was the first time I cried, mm-hmm. I cried down, and that was the first time I ever cried in my life. Right. And um, so my life just manifested from there. Right. And so that's what I mean. Like that was my moment, and that was the moment I had that same thought. Like I can't be stressed out. I'm only stressing because I'm allowing myself to be stressed out. Absolutely. Um. So mm-hmm. so that was so what what, what was your my moment when you going through your your your, your darkness? You want to know something crazy? To to piggyback on what you just said, um. You don't allow things to stress you out. I seen a before I get to that to that part. I seen a post by Dion Sands the other day, mm-hmm. and he played a song um, called "Lovely Day" before he came into his meeting with his team. Okay, and he asked him a question. He said, "What makes?" He said, "What makes your day a lovely day?" And they all gave different answers. You know what I'm saying? And one of the things that Dion said, bro, like he said, "I don't have bad days. I may have a bad minute." I may have a bad hour, mm-hmm. but I'll be damned if I have a bad day. Cause ain't nothing gonna dictate how good dictate no matter how good or bad my day is. And I'm like, yo, that makes sense. That was a a, a mind blowing perspective shit for me. Cause most times, like myself, I'm like, man, one thing go wrong. I'm like, man, I'm having a bad day. I can't speak that. I may have a bad moment, but I got to control to make my day better. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let it affect me. Um, but to answer your question of like, you know. When I hit rock bottom, I was actually in school at Allegheny in 20, well, 2016. And I was playing a game one day, bro. And I was just like, I was thinking about my classes. I had about five classes, three, six, nine, 12, about 15, 15 credits and stuff like that. And it was just like, I was just very overwhelmed with my schoolwork. Didn't know I was going if I was going to pass my math class or not, um, and stuff like that. And it was just, it was just very stressful, bro. Like I was very, I was real stressed out about it to the point where it's like I felt, I fell into a depression. I started to have bad anxiety. Um, and then when I came home for spring break, I was working um, behind in the back dumping trash cans at Six Flags. So I used to work at Six Flags as well, and I just felt my heart rate increase because I was just thinking about that math class, and I had a very bad anxiety attack to the point, like, bro, my heart was beating on my chest. And I'm going somewhere with this. 
my heart was beating on my chest. I was in my head going nuts. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? Called my mother to come pick me up from work. And I'm just freaking out on a car ride home. I'm crying. I'm like, bro, I'm like, I'm like 19, 20 years old, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, I don't care who judge me, but I asked if I could sleep in my in my parents' room, bro, on the floor, bro. That's how scared I was. You know what I mean? And because I didn't know. But once I figured it out, and I'm like, okay, how the hell do I deal with this? So I started, you know, started going to therapy. Um, I took antidepressants, which didn't work. I ended up trashing them, and I realized, like, yo, I gotta, I gotta fight this. It was one evening where one of my, uh, one of my friends, they invited me to a Bible study, and they was talking about, you know, anxiety and stuff like that. And I felt like, I felt like. God put me in the right place at the right time around the right people mm-hmm. for me to be able to just lean on him to get the the healing that I needed instead of relying on me and, you know, other things and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, but I still use therapy, though, bro. Like, God puts per- people here, and he has a specific purpose for them, for for them to help, you know, certain people with, with certain problems. You know what I'm saying? So I utilized it. And over time, I got better. You know what I mean? It wasn't an overnight process, but I had to take control of my mind. Like, yo, I control this. So nowadays, I feel like that part right there enabled me to be able to handle the capacity of a content creator. Because you know you, you know this you know, as well as I do. You know, having multiple clients, multiple edits to do, you know, day and stuff like that, it can overwhelm most people. But if you've been doing it for so long, you have the capacity to handle it mentally and physically. So that's just my that's my story. I, you know, when I hit rock bottom, depression and anxiety and stuff like that. How was um how was your your, your therapy? Um therapy? Like how was your experience through that? Because I know a lot of people run away from it when they hear the words therapy. Gotcha. So like what what's 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 your take on it? Can I adjust this real quick? Yeah, you can my adjust it. Oh, I ain't trying to like yeah, no. interrupt the podcast, man. I do what you gotta do, man. Get it right. Yeah. I think I need to, I'm gonna switch off this thing because there's something wrong with that one. So it ain't, it ain't you. Am I doing this right? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you. As long as it's tight. Hey, Mike, you wanna come home real quick? My bad. I got it. You got it? Yeah, I'm just trying yeah. to get comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Just I'm, saying low, I'm saying low right now. You know what I'm saying? There we go. There we go. Are you good? Whoo! Feel more loose now. All right, we back. We back. Yeah, yeah. So, um, could you ask me that question again? I'm sorry. So that's what I'm saying. All right, lost my train of thought. (laughs) Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Oh, uh, oh my God! Remember? (laughs) Y'all remember on the side? I lost my train of thought. That's what I be talking about. I'll lose it. Oh yeah. Okay. My man. Thank you, so Appreciate you, big dog. What was your experience Um, with therapy? Man, um, my experience through therapy, bruh. I'm gonna be honest with you. It was um, it was very different because I had group therapy sessions and I had individual. Okay. And I realized that I'm not the only one that's dealing with this issue. In a group therapy. The thing that's the thing that helped me. I'm like, yo, Trey, you're not the only one, bro. There's other people that is going through the same thing as you, or maybe even worse. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to some of these stories. I'm just like, God have mercy. God bless them. I don't know how I would deal with that. So being being in a group that 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 helped you. It really made me realize, like, bruh, 
<laughs> they're still able to, if you're living through that, bro, you can, you're, what you're dealing with right now, you're stressing over this. It's like nothing. I have to figure it. I have to figure it out how to how to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? I know if they're dealing with worse measures, then I know I could fight this and I could, you know, get through this, you know, whatever I'm dealing with. So, um, I know you, you say you live a stress-free life, but but when you do have that down moment, oh yeah, what is what is what is something that you do to to, to alleviate it so you feel so you can get past, not past it, but you feel better? I'm be honest with you. Um, sometimes, man, I like to listen to music. I like to you know step away, go take a drive, something like that. I never got so I just I recently just I'm a grown man, but I recently just started driving. Um, last year. That's what's up, bro. Literally, literally, I ain't get my license till I was 22. Yeah, I mean, I'm, <laughs> 30, I'm 30, though, so. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I'm 30, though, so I just started driving. But that was because it was just a whole thing, because I tell people all the time, like, I, I always knew I, w- I don't need to drive, because I hate driving. I hate it with a passion. And I, dr- I hate it so much that I, every time I get in a car, I got to go as fast as I can go. Damn. And, and, Damn, bro. And, and I get, I've been getting into trouble doing it. Damn. Uh, I never had a problem with the law. I never had a problem with the law until I got into a car. Oh, <laughs> um, Lord have mercy. Um, but uh, honestly, look, I'm losing my train of thought. But um, what, what was I talking about? Jesus, I don't remember, bro. Um, dang. Oh yeah, no. Oh yeah. So not having a license. You know, you go up in DC, you catch a train everywhere. Especially when you're from the South Side, you don't travel. You don't travel. You only travel around DC. Yeah. So I never had. I never really had the need to, to have a car. But right, yeah, DC is airtight, bro. Yeah, it's airtight. <laughs> so I never really needed to have one. Then when Uber came out, bro, I was Uber and I felt like a celebrity. Uber everywhere. I was Uber and I was like, <laughs> I was spending bands a month just getting an Uber. I was even paying them. Bro, that's just, a, that's a I whole, was paying my friends just to drive me around. But that's a car note, bro. <laughs> it was. It was. It's got a car. <laughs> it was a car. Note. I could have always been had a car. But um, I really lost. I'm losing where I was going with it. Jesus, what was the beginning of the conversation? We was talking about therapy. You asked me. How do I handle being stressed out? And I said, I'd listen to music and take a drive. That's how we oh, got yeah, here. Oh, so yeah. So, I just started driving. Yeah. And, and people always say that. It's all, they always say, I, I take a drive. The, the, I never got it until yeah, I started yeah. driving. So, now, like, I love driving at night on the highway. Oh, hey, bro. I, like, I, don't, I forget that I'm driving. Well, I'll be cranking, bro. I, I forget. I live with you legit. I, like, I would get to my destination. Damn, I've been driving. It was like yep. I was zoned out, and I'd be right. thinking about stuff. Yep. It just, it'd be the craziest. So I, I get it. Though. Sometimes you just, you just yep. take a drive. Or even like, you know, the joke they say about dads when dads get home, they just sit in the, gar- they sit in the driveway. Yep. Like yep. a good 20, 40 minutes. Man. I do the same. I'm not even a I dad, but I, I do, do that. As soon as I pull up <laughs> to the crib, I legit oh, just you. sit in the car for like 30 minutes. I forget I'm sitting in the car. I be, right, I'm out on my phone, or I'm listening to music. Or I could be talking to. Oh, I'm just in there, just thinking. Cause I got, I got the, uh, I got the moon roof, the sunroof. So I'm just looking up at the sky, just chilling, just reflecting. My, it's just like, it's going like, through. Like you just sink into the, you just sink into the car as soon as you pull. Yo, up. I'll be, uh, I'll be on that same. Like on my way here, bro. I was listening to music. I'm like freeway clear, bro. Nighttime is the best time the best to time drive. To drive you got the, 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 the certain music, certain music hit harder at night. And then I think I need like nighttime glasses because it's like when I drive, I get like a. It's like my vision. I get like a starburst from, from starburst. car lights. Mm. You know starburst lighting? I honestly don't. So it's like if you look at a light, if you look at a light with a dirty lens, you get the streaks. Oh, That's yeah. That's how my eyes are. Yeah. So when I'm driving on the highway, I see streaks as, as cars are flat. I yeah. see like really long streaks of gotcha. light. Should be looking hella cinematic. 
when I be driving. <laughs> I be like, what? Wow. My vision be like at night, bro. I be, I be, it be hella cinematic. Wow. Because just, I mean, my, my vision fucked up, but just because my vision, I see it differently. Wow. Like I was just, in, I was in LA uh, last month, and yeah. we were just walking around. I think the downtown area, and they had like the neon lights mm-hmm. and it, like the the old school arch- architecture, the tall buildings and stuff. And I was just catching a vibe from all of, from just the vision. Well, downtown from the LA is pretty nice, bro. Just from all the lights, yep. um, just just crazy. But that's I love driving just because of that that one little thing, though. So um, we're gonna go ahead and get into my last icebreaker question, okay? Which is gonna be, what's your favorite tradition or holiday? <laughs> Man, um, can I pick two? Yeah. Uh, you know, I would say, man, um, my favorite traditional holiday would probably, I, I, I would have to say for me, man, is um, Thanksgiving and Christmas because it's like, like the, the it's the cheerful time of the year, bro. You know, the leaves falling. You know, the kids are happy. Everybody in the cheerful like giving two mode. Two-month family. Two-month yeah. family, you know what I'm saying? But... Um. Yeah, I had to add. I'm gonna have to add July Fourth on that jump too. I ain't gonna lie. July Fourth. Yeah, I had to add July Fourth. You're, you're a patriot, huh? You're, you're a true patriot. No, nah, I don't come from New England. It's <laughs> a little better <laughs> for it. So, 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 why you like the July Fourth? Well, I mean, I, I mean, I feel like you know, head to the beach with the family. You know what I'm saying? Dip in the water, watch the fireworks blow up in the sky, and go home. So, so there's no meaning behind it for you, other than that. I mean. I mean, I know, I know, I know what it, you know, what the days about, but I don't really like. I just, I always ask people they yeah. say Fourth of July. I'm like, do you care about it, or is it just like, and because like, so like my father growing up, yeah, I told people all the time, it was like people like birthdays and stuff. Like I never, no, I I never really celebrated holidays or birthdays and stuff like that wow. growing up. That's... And that was because of my father, because mm. uh, my father would always just say that. It's it's holiday it's a holiday it's a hallmark holidays you know first of all he's like it's man all the holidays are man made and his is like it's just another day every day is supposed to be I a mean, blessing and his head, and it's true he's, he's like not every, lying every, at day, all. every day every blessing <laughs> so he was like I don't really, he was like I don't celebrate those things he like he don't celebrate birthdays like I would buy him a birthday gift and he wouldn't want it like he like it's an asshole shit but he would like turn damn, down a birthday gift but damn, so damn. that really that really got to me mentally so yep. I grew up like not doing holidays or traditions wow and. Like like my parent, they like my whole family would go to Christmas, and I'd be the one to stay at home by myself because mm. I didn't want to be around it. And I was like, it's dumb. But now, like that's all I'm for. That's all I'm for. Like I'm 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 there, I'm there. Especially now that my brothers got kids. Yeah. Both yep, my brothers yep. got. They both got like three kids apiece. So I got nieces and nephews and stuff. So I, I got like my own kids, but they get to, they go home to their parents. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so I love the holidays now. So I force us to do holidays. Absolutely. Um, and it's crazy, but. Family is important, man, to keep us up, to keep us tied to like, the world. It's so important, like family. Like I'm understanding it now. I feel like my dog having what happened had what have. I feel like my dog having what happened to him. It really made me understand. Like okay, he's important, and my fam, my time with my family is important. So mm-hmm. now I gotta be more, even more intentional with my day. So not only to make sure he's taken care of, but they're taken care of two days straight. You know what I'm saying? Before I head out on my shoots and stuff. You know what I mean? That's something like, ah, not to say I never used to do, but it's like, I could be going so much and I'm just like, I leave out the house and I come back late and don't even, it don't even, I don't think about anything else, but I just go to sleep. 
That's how, just how it gotta be sometimes. Uh, you got rust. Yep. And you got rust. I feel like this right here, bro, is definitely giving me make it's it's it's, it's giving me the bigger picture. Like, yo, Trey, you 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 got you got your folks at home. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta make sure you spend time with them too. Cause don't nobody know the last day. God forbid the day is my last day. Any of us. You gotta live you know up to the fullest. Exactly. So speaking of days and stuff like that, to to end the show, let's talk about your top three mistakes in life that mm-hmm. you learn from. Top okay. three. Okay. Okay. Mistakes. I can go. I can go from personal to business. Okay, let's do it. Um. I would say I'm gonna start with the personal. Um. One. One mistake for me is um, I feel like if I was financially educated, I'd be in a little bit better position. You know mm. what I'm saying? I have bad spending habits as a youngin. Dang, is that is that I'm gonna have to get you on the on the round table. I want to do a round table about that financial literacy. Absolutely. Um, see, Sammy, Sammy's involved in financial literacy. Yeah, he's right? in. He's in. He's I, in I might, he's, he might. That might have might, to be you that. You might episode. have to. And you not only you him, might have but, to help lead it. Yeah, my boy Chris too. Yeah, that's so. For sure, I do content for both of them, so you can set that up, no issue. All right, so why do you think you lack financial? Uh, what what was what what what, what, what point? I mean, to like when I when I realized like when I I ain't gonna hold you like, bro. When I really when I started working with Chris and stuff and seeing how like they teach about money and stuff like that, and I'm like, damn, what am I doing? I'm spending money. In all the wrong areas, but I need to be investing it here. Like life insurance, bro. <sighs> Slim. That is the one of the biggest wealth hacks out here, bro. Old life insurance. Index too. IULs, bro. Like that's how the wealthy leverage their bread, put it in there, and let it multiply, compound interest and stuff like that. I remember Master P, his dad, his grandpa's left him a 10k IUL, bro. He flipped that giant to, to build no limit records. Mm-hmm. Insurance is powerful, bro. It is. And we all need it. <laughs> all right, so we, we definitely gonna have to do that on that episode. So yep. so we got two more. Got you. Two more mistakes. Two more mistakes. Um, I'm gonna say production. I'm gonna say uh uh uh, uh production wise. If you know you have a project that requires a team, don't try to do it by yourself. I will I I will blatantly say this on this podcast because I've learned from it. I've you know resolved the issue with the client. You know, they got the, their refund and stuff like that. I made the biggest mistake of trying to do a sh- a live performance shoot by myself. Mm. Why? I don't know. How many cameras? I had three. Oof. I had about three cameras set up. In was it live stream or just recording? Not live stream. Just it, local was a, it, was, it was recording, pre-recording. Okay. But I missed the... Big, I, I uh, missed big, one. big venue? I, mi- I missed... Not a big venue, medium size. I missed an important shot in that re- destroyed the whole project. And it, I felt very, I felt horrible about it. Um, and I know I'll probably never work with him again, but it's like, you know, I mean, we talked about it. He's like, bro, mistakes happens. But I'm like, look, I know you'll never hire me again. I understand it. Cool. That's a mistake. That's something I got something I got to take on the chin. And I hope whoever's watching this, bro, don't make the same mistake I did. Because that's how you can easily burn relationships and destroy your business. So you told him he, he wouldn't work with you again? You knew, you said it just like that to him? No, I mean, I've never, he never said that to me, but I mean, he never used me again after that. <laughs> did you try to reach back out? Um, I did to, I mean, we we were supposed to 
reconnecting, you know, reshoot the jungle. We just never got around to it. But, I mean, we're still, you know, we're still cool. We communicate and stuff like that. You know, it's nothing like crazy, like harsh feeling. But it's like for me, I take stuff. I feel like for me, I, I kind of maybe take stuff harsh. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm hard on myself. You know what I'm saying? When your birthday, by the way? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, dude. Uh, what's that? Aquarius? Nah, it's Pisces. It's Pisces, Pisces season. March 10th. Okay. Yep. Happy birthday, man. man. I appreciate y'all, bro, for sure. <laughs> it was great. We, we, pre, pre-celebration. I think yeah. I wish I had a drink. Hey, nah. I wish I had a drink for y'all you. Y'all got uh. some water? I'll take a shot of I water. Got, <laughs> <laughs> I got a water bottle for you. I can be good with water bottle for you. Get some H2O, too. We about, about to wrap up. All yeah. right, so what's the last mistake, man? The last mistake, um, as far as, I'm going to say this, is I recently just... Drink a lot of water first. That's, well, that's, that's yeah. a mistake I had to learn. Drink your water. Oh, nah. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> that's an but, important um, mistake. I might have to say, man, just like when being an entrepreneur, understanding the person that you choose to date is heavenly important. Only because two things. Either she's going to be, a, either either they're going to be an asset or a distraction. Mm-hmm. For me, I just got out of a two-year relationship. I'm not you know, saying the young lady was a bad person. You know, very you know, sweetheart. But when it came to, you know, me being so busy and stuff, she felt like I ain't really have enough time for her. I get it. And it was, and I was just like, okay, well. And that led to other conflicts and other things that happened. I ain't going to go into detail. But it, 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 it put a wedge between us. And it was just best to end it off. And I felt like maybe I didn't take the, necessary time to really get to know her know her like that i should mm-hmm. or i just you know grown over the over those two years to a different level i'm not the same person i was in 2020 so i guess maybe her not being able to handle you know the man i am today it like yo you're different i'm not supposed to stay the same no you know and it was just um, um, you know i decided to end it and she understood i need somebody that's that that understands and that's like me, and she needs somebody that's you know on her level. You know what I mean, so you want to be you want to be yoked together, e- equally yoked, equally yoked. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, so <laughs> nah, I I completely understand that. Yeah, bro. So, but it was great having you on the show, Trent. Nah, bro. I appreciate you for even opening up the opportunity to put me on here. No, I don't take that lightly at all, bro. Like I I felt the spirit when when we worked together. Um. Trey was the second book in here in Studio Space DMV. Make sure you guys check it out. It's a link in my bio. Um, hopefully, I get to see the project that they work on when, oh, they, you when, when he finished up you in the edit booth. Oh, and will. speaking directly to this camera behind me, chill, tell everybody about your business, where they can find you at. Oh, I bet. So, quick, quick shout out. Yeah, man. So, um, y'all can find me on Instagram at underscore sharp eye productions underscore. That's S. I'm sure it'll probably be in the lower third or something. That'll be uh, S-H-A-R-P-E-E-Y-E-P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S underscore. So that's where y'all can follow me at. Y'all can find me, man. Shout out to the creatives. Hmm? Creative space. I'm sorry about that. Studio space? Creative studio space, right? Just studio space. Studio space. Shout out to the studio space manager, man, this team, man. They were very helpful, bro. Very professional, man. If y'all need a place to come shoot, man, holla at my boy. I love it. All right, you guys, we're going to check you guys out on the next episode of Let's Get Real Podcast. I want you guys to stay dangerous and stay woke and stay healthy. We're going we're gonna to get through everything we got to get through. And we're going to make this year our best year. Absolutely. 
And we just going to kill everybody. Absolutely. All right, so I'm going to check you guys out on the next episode. Stay tuned. All right, peace out. Love you guys.